one of the biggest uh, misconceptions too is it's not like it's a tight rope going straight across and you're pulling each other into the water it's you're fighting against the current too you know the river and water itself so uh it's a lot more a lot more strength than even what it sounds like that's why we need so many people and so many tuggers and and uh each round is about three minutes long and uh it, it uh, you talk to any of those tuggers and it feels like an hour of just struggle and pain and there's so so many of them that uh, tug more than once that day where do you find a family of communities connected by the storied Mississippi River, where young explorers and dreamers, investors and entrepreneurs thrive? Where can you connect with real people living and creating in a place that's as genuine as it is quirky? QC, that's where. Welcome to QC, That's Where. I'm Katrina, your host. Today, I'm super excited to talk about this summer festival that happens every year in the Quad Cities. This is the 35th year of what I would call the most unique event in the country. Uh, <laughs> there are 10 teams who tug back and forth 2,700 feet of rope, 680 pounds across the Mississippi River. It's called Tug Fest. It's between LeClaire and Port Byron. And today I've got Brandon Smith, Tug Fest MC, and Barry Long, Communications Director for Tug Fest Iowa, here to talk about it. And I'm really excited that you guys are here with me. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for having Absolutely. us, Katrina. So Brandon and Barry, I want to just start with um, your perspective on Tug Fest. It's, it's a crazy event. There's a whole weekend full of activities, and it all comes down to this wild pull across this massive river. I got into it uh, 13 years ago when I was elected to city council and I love being a part of the community and there was an opening for a committee member and then there was opening for a board member and that's when I applied for it and I got the position. So I've been doing it for 13 years. And Brandon, how about you? Yeah, so uh, I moved to LeClaire and I was probably about seven years old and uh, actually with my parents, my parents Tugfest came around and they're like, what's this about? So we went down there and we had no idea what was going on. And I'm seven years old, I'm like, how, how is this possible? How can we do this? And that, even then, at seven years old, I thought it was the coolest thing. My parents always bragged about it from there on out. Uh, yeah, I'd always go down there and watch the everything get set up and everything. And uh, yeah, no, it's just been really cool to be a part of because there's a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, how do you put it, asking, uh, very big people such as the the core of engineers or whatnot uh were the only ones that they would do something like this for you know so uh or that they do this for so uh pretty exciting and and we're under some some strict rules to keep it going and yeah it's always worked out pretty well so i'm excited it keeps going our meetings start the week after tug fest is over with so we meet every month and then every week, two months before Tugfest. So this is a big logistic that goes on for Tugfest. So you're working on this all year long? All year long. <laughs> Do you have any time to relax after, <laughs> after the win? No. no. <laughs> so coming up this year, um, Tugfest is August 11th through 13th. And we are in just right in the beginning of summer 2022. So we've got a couple months left. I mean, what do you guys have left to do to make this all happen? Um, just pay bills, basically. 
we got to get our tuggers. Um, we need more tuggers. If there's anybody out there that's listening, get a hold of us or tugfest.com. Um, they're practicing now. They practice two times a week on Sunday night at four o'clock and Wednesday night at six o'clock. And it's at the Lake Claire Ball Diamonds. So tell me, how does a practice like work for tug? Like, what do you do to, to get ready? <laughs> Everybody that shows up, they get on each side of the rope and they just, um, they practice their stance. Um, cause there's a technique you got to pull back. You can't go forward. There's all kinds of different things. They got to wear boots. There's no cleats. So there's a lot of technique into it. And that's where we want people to practice to get used to it. 2,700 pounds is not even, or sorry, 680 pounds, 2,700 feet is something like I can't even comprehend. 680 pounds, and you've got 20 people on each team, correct? Uh, the men's have 20 and the women's have 25. Okay. So is it people from, you know, all walks of life? Is it people that work together or just friends? How do these teams kind of come together? We put them all together. We get sponsors to sponsor the team. And then we put the people on the teams. Um, it's through friends, family, people that hear about Tugfest and they get involved. And once people get involved, we're like a big family over here. So one of the biggest uh, misconceptions too, is it's not like it's a tightrope going straight across and you're pulling each other into the water. It's you're fighting against the current too, you know, the river and the water itself. So uh, it's a lot more, a lot more strength than even what it sounds like. That's why we need so many people and so many tuggers and and uh each round is about three minutes long and uh it, it uh, you talk to any of those tuggers and it feels like an hour of just struggle and pain and there's so so many of them that uh tug more than once that day and i don't i don't know how they do it so <laughs> i haven't done it personally but uh if you see it anywhere in person or even on on the news or whatever it's it's pretty crazy and it's something, Brandon, that you mentioned as a kid was intriguing to you and kept you coming back year after year. I mean, do you see this event growing just because it's kind of an addicting thing to be part of and watch? Everybody hates it for about two minutes after they tug, and then they are so excited they did it and can't wait to do it again the next year. That's really <laughs> what it is. So, uh, there is a very brief moment of some pain in there, but it's totally worth it. Uh, there's good causes in it everywhere. Uh, and hopefully we get into that a little bit here uh, as well. Yeah. Tell me about the causes that benefit from Tugfest. Uh, this year we're doing a tug for a cause, which we've done for the last 12 years. And the tug for a cause is every t-shirt we sell, we donate $2 for that cause. This year it's the Lee Fire Department that we're going to donate to the, our, the funds to. That's awesome. And you guys have, um, so much going on this weekend. So uh, from the 11th, 12th, and 13th, you've got a 5K. There's a carnival, a parade. Can you guys dive into some of the like main attractions that you're going to be hosting? Let's start on Thursday night. So Thursday night is free night. Um, just to get into the gates, there's a uh, the family night, and that's like $25 a person to ride a carnival rides all night long. Then we have Kai and Ty, who are a local band. They're playing all night for us. We have the beer tent going, and then we have a bags tournament that starts at, uh, you sign up at 545, it's $20 a person, bags fly at 630, and it's a pretty huge event. We get a lot of bag players that, that night on Thursday. And then Friday is the Grand Parade, starts at 6 o'clock, comes down Wisconsin Street and goes to 2nd Street. We have about 60 entries in the parade usually, and the kids get a lot of candy when they're standing on the side of the road. Nice. 
Yeah. And then um, the there's a $5 charge to get in on Friday night. And at dusk is when the great fireworks start on Friday. $5 to get into the carnival. Yeah, into the gates. Yeah. And then and we, we had are- the best fireworks over the Mississippi. Yeah, beautiful. Um, and then that leads into the big, the big day. The big day. That big day starts at o'clock in the morning for us. It's always the hottest. <laughs> so how do you get? How do you get the rope from side to side? Who who's doing this, and and how in the world does it happen? So there is a, Port Byron has a rope stored in a storage unit. They bring it down. Mid-American Energy brings it down to the, uh, the levee forum. They have a fishing boat and they just unwind it into their fishing boat. It takes about an hour and they drag it across the river. They have somebody in the water on our side that grabs a rope and pulls it through the pulley. And then the tuggers come out and they just start pulling on the rope. And Mid-American on our side of the rope, they have a reel that they're reeling it in. So it takes about an hour. It's quite a process. I'm actually surprised it doesn't take longer than an hour. It's obviously down to a science. So that's awesome. Then that <laughs> American has to go back and forth to see how much pressure they have on each side of the rope. Oh, okay. So it's fair. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. So, you know, you've got LeClaire and you've got Port Byron. Um, Le, uh, what is it? Port Byron's coming off of a win from last year, correct? Yes, they are. So what is the strategy for LeClaire to actually take this thing back? Well, we're changing our tub pit around again. We're going to go back to old school when we won all the time. So we're, we're trying something new. You know, I believe that our tuggers work hard and I believe they tug hard on tug fest day, but that current, they're fighting that current more than they are the tuggers on the other side. That's, that's my theory. That's something I never thought about because you've got 680 pounds, but like you're adding who knows how many more pounds just because of that river, you're fighting the river. That's yeah, wild. Yeah, that's the biggest turn in the Mississippi right there. Is oh. Where the tub fest is. oh my gosh. Is that yeah. why the placement? I think so. Yeah. We're going to try it. You know, we got to try different things. We got to keep this going. We don't want people to lose interest in it. So. No, I mean, you're 35 years strong. Um, right. What, what is, uh, is there anything to celebrate that milestone this year? Or is it, you know, kind of business as usual? Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. Uh, raise money so we can donate to all the charities that we give to. We give to the Boy Scouts. We give to churches. We give to police department. And just all kinds of different things. Tell me about the VIP tent that you've got going on this year. Uh, the VIP tent is uh, after the parade, which would be Friday night. Uh, all the sponsors that uh, sponsor, anybody that's in there, it's a sponsorship deal. So you get in there, uh, sponsor hundred bucks. Uh, get into the VIP tent, hang out with everybody. Uh, it's usually around 250 or so uh, people we got in there that we're serving beer to. And uh, that goes. And and once you're having too much fun there, we uh, we start to get out of there and celebrate the fireworks uh, right after that. So um, What's Barbecue is, is the local restaurant around here that is, is helping out this year. They're catering. bringing in, break, catering some crawdads and uh, crawfish and uh, it, it's going to be some good stuff. So, um, again, with that Mardi, Mardi Gras theme, it's, it's pretty awesome what they're able to do for us. Yeah. Your theme, the theme this year, beads and boots. 
what is the thought behind beads and boots? Mardi Gras and um, and the boots is for the uh, Claire fire, fire department. Fire department. Okay. When we sell T-shirts, two dollars of every T-shirt goes to the fire department. Um, thirty-five years so far. What's in store for the next thirty-five years of Tugfest? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're bringing the younger generation in yeah. to take over for us. The older generation. <laughs> A lot can happen, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's really hard to say what's what's going to happen. Like Barry mentioned, we're kind of switching some stuff up around this year, trying to see what would help us benefit. You know, it's it's in the same spot, but changing our our positioning and, and whatnot. Uh, we've gone through a lot of different options, and um, Illinois and Iowa really really good communication back and forth as helping each other out and um, agreeing on certain things. You know, um, should we do this? Yay, nay. Uh, and there is judges on each side too. So, I mean, it's real competition, but it's real friendly too, you know? Uh, that's what I like about it. There's judges that come over from Illinois and Iowa goes over there and um, looks at everything, examines everything, seeing if we can do anything better. But yeah, no, it's it's all thought through. It's But it's really hard saying what the river is gonna do. You know, if we get a big storm right before and that river goes up a couple of feet, that can make a huge difference overnight, you know? So. Sure. There's something, a lot of things that can go into effect. We just got to prep for everything, better and worse. And then also thinking about the surface that the tuggers are standing on. You know, like you say, if there is a storm, then their footwork has to kind of change <laughs> to make yeah. it happen. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Can't wear cleats or any of that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the judges will get you. Um, mad props to the, to the tuggers. This is not an easy task if it wasn't for the tuggers we wouldn't have tug fest those are the best group of people very competitive on our side yeah and i love the rivalry between port byron and leclerc but also the partnership that you were just talking about i mean it's like a a love-hate relationship right exactly I mean, so 13 years, Barry, you've been doing this. What's the best highlight from your time served on it? You know, I what I really like about Tugfest, I like being involved. I like meeting new people, and I've met so many nice people. It takes, when I walk into the entrance to get to our office area, it takes me like a half hour, 45 minutes, because I run into so many people, and it's just so much fun. And to see the kids' faces on the carnival rides, and to see adults watching the music, and having some beers, and just having fun, I just... It's just a great feeling to do that. And then after the tug's over with, to get donate money to all these organizations. Yeah, well worth it. Well worth the time and, and energy that you spend 12 months around the clock on. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, so Brandon, how many years do you anticipate doing <laughs> doing tug? Well, uh, you know, I've, I've got a, a family here in LeClaire and growing up in LeClaire, it's, it's one of those things that it's it's small enough that you know the more people you know the, the less you want to leave and uh, my wife and I have talked about it numerous times how we just don't want to give up on Leclerc we don't want to go anywhere else it's an awesome spot awesome awesome place to be things like Tugfest and and uh, other things that are around town um, throughout the year but, but yeah no it's uh definitely uh been the last Year and year or two, I've I've been working more with the community and and doing a lot more and and this is definitely a big big step for me to to kind of help out with that. Uh, I don't see it ending anytime soon. Let's just say that. No. Uh, not too much. 
<laughs> and your wife is joining you and helping throughout the Tugfest weekend as well. Yep, she's awesome. She's uh, she's helping with the VIP tent that night. Uh, we've got a sitter for the kids just because it's so hectic, you know. For it's, sure. It's nights that we just gotta gotta get going, and then uh, we're doing the parade. We're she's helping out with the parade beforehand. Then we're going to the VIP tent, and then we're gonna finally be able to go watch some fireworks, and then uh, Saturday. Yeah, we don't think we're done yet because we got a lot of stuff to do before Saturday kicks off, you know. So. Uh, it, it's a pretty busy week, but uh, well worth it at the end, seeing all the smiles and everybody's face. Definitely. I do hope that you guys can catch a moment of relaxation throughout the weekend and enjoy what you've helped create. Um, stepping outside of Tug, Tug Fest in the Quad Cities as a whole, what other festival or event do you like to do or like to take part in that maybe you're not part of a committee on, you're not helping it run, but you're just participating in? I like going to the fair and watching the concerts. Yeah, Mississippi Valley Fair, especially, uh, I mean, that just brings everybody in. It doesn't matter who you are, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's probably the biggest one. Fourth uh, of July, there's a lot of things going on. We have a lot of local bands uh, here in the Quad Cities that, that I really like. I think they're really good. Um, a couple just out of LeClaire, you know? Uh, probably even more than a couple out of LeClaire, but yeah, they... Uh, they help everything keep going and they're big volunteers. I'm into music, so <laughs> that's kind of one of my things, but. And that's what we forgot yeah. to talk about, the bands on uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah. Oh wait, there's more. <laughs> there's more, there's always more, it's Tugfest. <laughs> we don't stop. So Thursday night, Kai and Ty, they start from seven to 11. Great group of, group of guys. Oh, it's Kai and Ty and the other guy. So there's three of them, um, that's their name. Uh, Friday night, we have North of 40. They start at 7.30 and run till midnight. Saturday after the tug, we have haphazard from four to seven thirty, and at eight o'clock to twelve, we have Soulstorm playing. Awesome! That's a great lineup. That's going to be really fun. It's going to be great. You're so right. We do have so much like local talent in the music community around here, and it's awesome that you can patch wow, in. They're part of. Yeah. It was hard to get this group because everybody was booked. Yeah. So it's great and that the Quad City is participating as well. Yeah, I, I bet you have to start that lineup search real early. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to get them quick. <laughs> These bands, uh, my husband's in, in the music scene. It's like he's got stuff booked a year out, you know, just because there is so much going on around here and there um, there is so much talent and, you know, people people want to see live music. It's kind of in our DNA around the Quad Cities. So um, that'll be a really fun addition to the weekend. Do you guys know how many times LeClaire has won versus how many times Port Byron has won? At this point, we don't talk about that. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, we were talking about it last night. It's somewhere around 22 to 13 Illinois. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not that great. <laughs> Don't sell yourselves short. I mean, it's a it's a tough battle. Um, there's always, you know, the 2022 Tug Fest. We'll see who takes home the, uh, what is it? Do you guys share a trophy back and forth? Yeah, it's an Alabaster Eagle trophy. And, and it's been important by uh, 14. Okay, well, maybe you guys can, can get that turned around for this. <laughs> Well, I want to throw it over to you guys because at the end of a podcast, I always ask our guests to fill in the blank 
QC, that's where. So whatever strikes you, hit me. You ready? Tugfest, Iowa, a ruthless group of guys and girls in LeClaire, Iowa. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Brandon, you got one? <laughs> uh, well, we had to kind of work on that one together there. It was a, it was a quick one there, but uh, you can't really beat that one. It is pretty ruthless. <laughs> it's ruthless. They're rough and tough. Um, if you had to define a couple of traits that the Tuggers have, what would you say? Hard workers. That's for sure. Dedicated. Uh, yeah, a lot of them. Uh, you go down there and, and you'll see there's some big guys down there. You know, they they know what they're doing. And you can tell that they've been practicing and whatnot. But after about 30 seconds, you see them start their 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 energy is pretty, pretty shot after that. They just got to keep fighting through for the rest of those couple minutes there. But but uh, no, they're really hard at what they're doing. Really good at it. So. Hopefully we got a win for us this year. I'm rooting for you guys. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, Brandon and Barry, so much for your time today. Thanks for having Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for listening to QC That's Where, a podcast powered by Visit Quad Cities. Text Visit QC to 38314 for insider events, activities, and updates sent straight to your phone. That's V I S I T Q C one word to 38314 message and data rates may apply 